Hi, I'm Billy Gwaltney, and this is the CYA Podcast. This show is for the physician who understands the importance of protecting everything you've worked so hard to achieve. Each week, I'll bring you tips and advice to help you cut through the clutter and misinformation and show you exactly what you need to preserve your income and way of life. If you're ready to achieve the peace of mind that only financial security can bring, let's get started. Welcome to today's episode of the Cover Your Assets podcast. This is your host, Billy Gwaltney, and as always, I'm really happy to be with you. Today, we're going to cover how to be sure that student loans are repaid if you become disabled. It's a topic that comes up a lot. I know there's significant anxiety and angst and maybe fear around covering student loan debt if things don't go exactly according to plan. I know that's a motivator for a lot of our clients in terms of purchasing their private uh, specialty coverage. At the end of the day, you'll see how everything that I cover with a client um, and what I've covered in this podcast about the absolute essential necessity to get the details right will help you see that that's, that's certainly true in the case of making sure that student loans are covered. There are really two ways to make sure that they are paid if you become disabled, and they may seem obvious, but uh, they're worth covering in detail to, to, to get it right. Uh, the first way is a few of the top contracts, not all of them, but a few offer a student loan repayment rider that you can add on to your, your private specialty disability policy, and what it would do is pay an additional amount of benefit directly to the lender, the company or the bank that you owe the student loan to. So they do not pay it as an extra benefit to you, the insured. They pay it directly to the loan provider. And once the loan provider is fully paid, it goes away, whether you've used the whole benefit period or not. It's usually, um, uh, there's a maximum that companies allow, typically like 2500 a month. That would be non-tax that would go directly to pay the student loans the maximum covered is like 450000 somewhere in that range, uh, over a 15-year benefit period. So if you're disabled at a point when you owe that much, then it would, it would fully pay it or it would exhaust the benefit after a 15-year period, assuming you elected the 15-year period. There are shorter periods you can elect. Uh, most of our clients do tend to, when they're younger, opt for that longer period. Um, if you pay it off in 10 years and you have a benefit period of 15 years, the benefit just goes away. They're not going to pay it to you. So uh, it, it adds probably 10% to the rate, maybe 15%, depending on the company. Uh, it's not as much as you might think. And that's why uh, they're not paying it as a benefit to you for you to then kind of use however you want if it doesn't go to student loans. That would be an extra benefit that would be payable to age 65, for example. This is a, a specified amount that just gets paid directly to the student loan. That's one way to do it. If someone's in training um, and they are eligible for, say, 5000 a month, which is the current um, cap for most of the top companies, one offers 6000 a month, then you could add this on top. And then if you, if you became disabled, you would have 5000 that you would be able to spend for whatever you needed, your, your living expenses, medical expenses, and then this extra 2500 would be paid directly to the student loans. That's the one option. There are a couple of states or a few states that do not have uh, those loans, uh, student loan riders approved. And so if you live in one of those states, then that's just not an option to get while you're living in that state. 
the other option is to make sure that your private coverage is enough to not only cover your living expenses and medical expenses, but to, to cover the student loan. And again, that's probably the obvious one where you go, uh, yeah, thanks for that. But but it is important to mention because I, I think it's a habit of people at times to think that, hey, I'm living on uh, just a little bit of money while I'm in training. Uh, I'm, we, we have low overhead. You know, we're, we're not big spenders. And so I don't need 5000 a month of coverage as a trainee or when they're attending. I don't need the maximum that I can get based on my income. My income says I can live on. I, I qualify for fifteen thousand a month, but I'll only get. I only need eight thousand because that would cover our budget. It's just important to remember that if an insurance company tells you that you qualify for fifteen thousand a month, it's a good idea to take them up on that because they will not let anybody get rich off of a claim. So if they're telling you that you financially qualify for fifteen thousand, there's a really good chance you would find the use of fifteen thousand. Number one for increased medical expenses or living expenses, but the other would be to pay down student debt and make sure that that's knocked out completely if you uh, do become disabled. Um, again, there's one company during training that will allow uh, trainees to purchase 6,000 a month of coverage. Um, if you're concerned about student loan debts and either don't have access to the student loan repayment rider based on the state you live in, or you don't wanna pay for that, then another option would be to get the maximum that they'll allow you to get um, and use those funds to pay off the student loan. I, I just know student loans, I, I'm, I really admire physicians to, that go into so much debt to get really good at something that all of us need. And uh, we need more physicians, not less. And so uh, God bless you as you do that. Uh, I just know that's a lot to carry and that's a lot of anxiety to, to, to carry around as you think about what happens with paying off the debt if you become disabled. So hopefully that's at least some initial insights. I'd be happy to discuss your situation in more detail and talk about specifics if that would um, be um, appealing to you. Feel free to reach out to me anytime for a conversation to schedule a call. My number is 704-270-2376. Again, 704-270-2376. Happy to talk with you. Until we meet again, this is Billy Gwaltney. Thank you, as always, for your time. This is the PodcastFactory.com.